Don't miss your free chance to tune into Benzinga's very own bootcamp series on November 20th. If you're looking to dive into new concepts and grow your account, this one's for you. Hey everyone, welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. We've had some great teams on past episodes. Pixel Vault, Art Blocks, The Vogue Collective, Robotos, The Doge Pound, Oni Force, Crypto Dads, Dizzy Dragons, Supduck, and more. Today, we have the team from Lazy Lions joining us on this 6 p.m. Eastern Time special edition of The Roadmap. Stay tuned, everyone. We've got a great show coming up. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone. Yeah, if you did not hear me at the start, Benzinga's new show, The Roadmap, covering NFT news and doing interviews with top projects out there. And we've got a great interview coming up tonight. But before I talk about that, let me go ahead and bring on my co-host, Maz. Maz, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, what's going on, Chris? It's a pleasure to be here. It's Monday, so it's throwing off stuff a little bit. You know, a different time, you know, different day. Uh, it's going to be a great episode, man. Yeah, you know, we we air Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. We're three days a week now, but we had the opportunity to get this team on a stream live at night. And we said, of course, let's go because, Maz, Lazy Lions. I mean, we talk all the time about projects. We talk about community. I mean, this is a big one, and they're showing up in the chat already. They've got 86,000 people in the Discord, almost 50,000 followers on Twitter. And this isn't a new project. I mean, this minted back in August, and this community is just getting stronger and stronger. Absolutely. So funny story, right? We first found out about this community when we shot an episode and then the comments, you know, they started, you know, talking the comments. We tweeted something out when Zynga, I don't know if you remember that, Chris, and the tweets went crazy. So when Zynga is now. So, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. And it's gonna be a great episode. Yeah, I mean, the chat spoke, right? And also, I mean, Maz, you saw it, right? We put out a couple tweets, sharing the preview of this video, right? And the engagement on those tweets was insane. And that's how we know that there is going to be a lot of people here, a lot of people excited for this interview when we get that kind of crazy engagement on Twitter. So if you guys are new to the roadmap, please like this video. Please subscribe to Benzinga's channel. Again, we air the roadmap Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Maz, before we get into the interview, I think we need everyone in the chat to roar, right? I, I want to oh, yeah. see some roars out there, and we can play our trailer and get started with this interview. Uh, again, Maz, I mean, this minted at 0.05. We've got a floor price of over one. It sold out in its first day. And again, this was back in August, you know, yeah. so a different time than what we're seeing now. All right. So joining us on the roadmap today, we have Asher, the co-founder of Lazy Lions, and Nine, the developer. Got to go ahead, bring these guys on the stream. What's going on, gentlemen? What's up, fellas? Man, uh, that was an entrance. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been doing that lately where we do these trailers. We love putting those trailers out, you know, on Twitter, getting some engagement built up. But it's a great way to bring on our guests, right? It's almost like entrance music to play you oh, guys yeah. onto the stream. So we're glad that you liked it. And we're super excited to have you guys on the stream and also this loyal community in the chat right now. This community is amazing. I know they've been like super excited for, for this one. So uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be exciting. And I just noticed now as I'm looking at the screen, 
I came in a bit more casual with my hoodie, but um, and I see you, you've got the Real Madrid shirt and all that. No, I came suited up. for this one. All right, guys. Well, let's dive into some questions. Uh, before we get into Lazy Lions, one of the first questions I always like to start with is, you know, tell us about your experience with NFTs prior to Lazy Lions. Were you collectors? Were you investors? Or was Lazy Lions your first entry into the NFT space? Uh, let's start with Nine on this one and uh, hear from you. Yeah, sure. Um, so NFTs for us was very interesting, actually, because when we first started, we were very into sort of like games. Um, so we used to play a lot of games when we were younger. Um, and, that, and then we started to learn about, you know, crypto. It first started when we got into cryptocurrencies. Um, we learned a little bit about that and it started to move into NFTs. I personally hadn't actually collected any NFTs at the time. But it just tied in, like, the way that I understood it was like, oh, yeah, it's on the blockchain, you know, proof of ownership. There was rarity factor involved. And that just took me back to our younger days when we used to play games and it just resonated with us. And then we spoke about it and we're like, yeah, this is, this is, this space is going to blow up. And we knew it. And then we started to work together and get into the NFT space and start building, pretty much building lazy lines from the ground up. Um, that's really how it started. I personally didn't collect any. I know Ash, I think he, I think he bought one, but yeah, he'll, he'll touch on that more. Yeah, Ash, let's yeah. hear from you. Uh, what NFTs were you in before Lazy Lions? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like, just to like, answer that question before, so I've been like, in code. So me and I, uh, like, way back when, 10, 15 years ago, we used to code up different things and then, yeah. um, you know, take them to market. That was always like, a lot of fun. Um, with crypto for me, um, I wasn't like a big crypto guy, like even during the ICO, you know, 2017. Uh, didn't really get into that. It was a thing. DeFi that really interested me because I saw the value and it made a lot of sense. Um, it still makes a lot of sense, but it didn't hit me as like, oh, this is going to be a really big thing because I couldn't see it being like a cultural impact. But NFTs for me, it was beginning of this year, and as soon as I like started looking into it deeper, I was just like, it clicked on me. To me, I'm like, this is not going anywhere. Like digital ownership. Like we grew up, you know, playing video games where. You spent all that time and energy and money as well, but you could never take that thing outside of the game. And it's like, now you can actually do that. It's just, so for me, it's a no-brainer. It's definitely not going anywhere. Um, one of my favorite NFTs actually, like we, you know, before Lazy Lions, and I have this in our uh, bungalow. And a bungalow is an NFT that we dropped where you can showcase your other NFTs. Um, it's actually Forgotten Ruins character. Um, and this probably ties in with what Nine was saying. You know, we're big gamers. Grew up playing RuneScape. Love that game. And that little guy, like, he just reminds me so much of my childhood. I tell you, I don't know how much that could go up in value, but I don't think I'm ever going to sell it. So um, I guess a collector before before these lines, if you want to. I've been trying to get it off him, but he won't budge, so. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he's not going to sell it. Well, awesome. Love hearing the, the video game talk as well. That's a common thing that we hear from different people behind NFT projects. Uh, you know, Nine, you mentioned a little bit, uh, you two, uh, you know, getting involved together, wondering if you can hear or if we can hear more of the background. How did this team come to be yeah. and why the decision, you know, to, to launch Lazy Lions? Uh, why a lion? Why this type of artwork? Any uh, behind the scenes insight there? Yeah, sure. So it was it first started, I think it was actually my birthday when we first started discussing like um, cryptocurrencies and um we started getting into it and we were talking just about talking about different uh, coins that we were interested in. Um, and then later down the track, I believe it was Asha that came up to me. He's like, hey, man, have you heard of NFTs? I was like, yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard of them. 
they're pretty much just like JPEGs, right? And he's like, yeah, but you can actually own, like you can see who actually owns those NFTs and there's a rarity factor and it all just started resonating from there. And we're like, you know what? This makes sense. This makes sense to us being video game players back in the days. It all like proof of ownership was a big thing for us. Being able to actually prove that you own this NFT mm -hmm. um, just made sense. To, uh, just made sense to us. And we started, you know, just discussing it, and we sort of just branched out to the team as well, and they all understood the idea. And then pretty much from there, we just thought, you know what? Let's just think of um, think of the next best thing. And with uh, with us, we always went back to our heritage. So lions were pretty much a part of our heritage because we're we're from mm -hmm. an Assyrian descent. So that just resonated with us, and we just yeah went full throttle with that. That's where it all started. Yeah, I mean, just a few other things as well, like the whole kings and queens thing. Hopefully, my audio is working better now. I'm using AirPods, and I realized it was a different setting. Um, like just growing up, like we've always referred to each other as kings, right? Like even just with mates around. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something that's just hit off really well with the community. And uh, it's probably a small thing. Like there might be people in the audience outside of the Lazy Lions community going, "Oh, it's just." calling each other king or queen but i think it goes more than that like it ties in with our values which is yes we're all kings and queens but no one's above anyone else and i feel like that's something that resonates with a lot of people in web3 um so yeah just a few little things like that love that so guys so the floor is over one eth you guys have over 86k in discord uh -huh. over 49k on twitter so how do you guys personally measure the success of this project? Uh, let's start with you, Asher, if you can tell us a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like there are a few different ways you can, you can look at it um, and that, and that we do track, right? Like obviously we've got our own KPIs that, you know, we've had you know, really, really smart people who know the ins, ins and outs of um, the whole economics behind it. You know, tell us what metrics we should be looking at. Um, and the community knows it. Um, it ties in with our mission, which is simply it's to become the the biggest and best NFT community there is. That's that's our mission. Um, obviously, we're a bit biased. We think we've already got one of those. Um, but to be the biggest is very black and white. So that's what we're aiming for. Not to put anyone else down. I, I love some of the other projects that are out there, but that's just our mission anyways, right? Um, yeah. So that's one way that we track success. Um, but that's more quantitative, like qualitative, just speaking with community members, the vibe, particularly in this dip right now, I feel like for me, um, that's what really just reassures me that we're on the right path. Just, you know, you jump into the Discord, you see what's being posted, you have chats with community members. I try to save, um, spend a fair bit of my time just having those like one-on-one -on -one chats with community members. Um, I feel like that's a really important thing. Like just um, like really like, hey, like how are things going? Like, you know, what do you feel is blocking us? Like real deeper conversations. Um, and that's just been like, it, it's not obviously like all positive. Like there are always things that we can be improving on, but overall it feels like we're on the right track. So that's that's the way we measure it. Yes, we've got data, but having those conversations with community members um, tells me we're on the right track. Love that. Yeah, Sam, I like to hop into Discord and, you know, you see the activity level you know, mm -hmm. there's been so many discords throughout this period that are just dead, you know, because it's we're kind of in a bearish market. So there's no one, yeah. you know, having conversation, seeing you guys have this activity is amazing. Uh, how about you, uh, Nine? What, what, how do you measure the success of the project? Yeah, so similar to what similar to what Ash said, I think for me personally, it's measuring the success of the project, just jumping into the discord and seeing how active it is on a, on a daily basis, being able to hold these um, conversations with, you know, my team members and you know moderators and community members and they're all we're all on the same page we all understand what the you know what we're here to do 
and just yeah just seeing how active for me personally because yeah i'm more around the community is just how active it actually is and seeing the, the word being spread on spread out on twitter spread out in discord that really just yeah resonates with me so love that so can you guys tell us a little bit more about bungalows and how they uh you know come into the lazy lion world yeah absolutely absolutely um and so i guess when we started right like we had a few things um in mind for the roadmap um and we didn't want to be different just for the sake of being different but at the same time it's it was very obvious to us that if we just i guess copied what other projects were doing like we could find our own way i think but that was a bit lame like that's not what we're about um we're in a new space i think there's a really good opportunity for us to build something unique and, and that's fun to us right and something that was that we noticed during our research of nfts like at the beginning of the year was like how do you show these things off you know that was the question i had um and mm -hmm. i spent a fair bit of time looking into that i feel still feel like there's no great solution um in real life and if anyone has something like you know a great way to like show them off in frames or whatever uh, dm me on twitter i'd, I'd love to know because i want to print out you know obviously my line um and a few other art pieces but um yeah that's in the real world in um you know in the digital world you know how do you show these things off i've seen a few like um, social media websites, but nothing great. So just to us, it was like, well, Twitter banners aren't being used. Profile photos are. What if we could show off NFTs in the Twitter banner? Um, and, you know, sticking with our values as well, which is to be inclusive rather than being exclusive, which I think a lot of other projects really focus on. You know, they're trying to build this exclusive community um, and that works for them and that's great, but we're, we're different to that. You know, we're trying to, you know, we're aiming to be inclusive. So um sticking with that nature it's like you don't just have to show off your lazy lines nfts um with our new bungalows dap which is on bungalows.lazylionsnft.com you can edit any bungalow you have to include any nft that you own um even if it's not lazy lines related so um yeah that's that's how it works it's a bit of background as to, as to why we got it that's awesome so <clears throat> me and chris like to ask this question on uh, to our guests every episode what are some of your favorite traits from the Lazy Lions? Are there any unique traits that you particularly <laughs> like that no one knows about? Let's start with you, Nine. Can you tell us a little bit more, you know, which lions do you like the best or what traits do you like the most? Mm, that's a good question. That's a, that's a great question. <laughs> which um, ones are the I ones think... that are being slept on that, that you personally love, you know? Uh, honestly, I think personally, I used to love the, I like, actually like the, really like the Lederhosen, um, the Lederhosen trait. Um, it is one of the ones that I had originally as my PFE, well, my line had it. It had the um, letter hose and shirt, anime eyes, and I believe it had the halo. Just looked very innocent. So I was like, yeah, this one, this one resonates with me. Um, oh, but I think that one's a little bit slept on as well. It's, it's, you know, it is one of the rare ones as well, but you don't see too many people actually, actually with it. So. Ah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. What about you, Asher? Um, oh, man, there's a couple. I'm a big party hat guy. Um, oh, yeah. A big party hat guy just because of, um, the whole um, childhood thing but um these hoodies are these hoodies are fire i think um and i know i'd get in um i'll get a bit of stick if uh, aaron he's part of our team as well he is a community manager i know he loves the lazy hat um so that one should probably get some recognition as well i think oh, yeah, that one's probably cool. a fan favorite yeah <laughs> Seeing awesome. some call-outs for uh, Steak Mouth in the chat as well. It looks like there's some some fans of the meat and the steak out there in the chat right now. 
that guy's hoarding about 50 steak mouse. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why. So there's a little bit of a bias going on. I ah, see. Man. I see. <laughs> oh, man. There's, well, um, sorry. There is a little bit of a, a little trait combo that I like as well. So if you have like a, if there's a scratched body and they have a ripped shirt, you can see the scratches underneath the shirt, which is, which just comes out really nice. So that's a little mm. thing that I, that I sort of go for as well. That I like. Nice. Nice call out there. What about you guys, Chris? You know, I seeing them, I, I like the steak right there, you know, and again, I, I know there's someone in the chat, you know, biased towards that, but I like the, the steak. I like the party hat. I know there was the halo, um, you know, some of the different, uh, the headpiece traits um, I like, but I also have seen some real clean ones too, uh, you know, yeah. that are impressive. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, Mass? Um, football jersey, you know, big football guy. And then I do like, so I do like anything Ethereum based from any collection. I'm always trying to find like, is there an Ethereum chain or anything like that? I saw you guys have an Ethereum business shirt. I like that mm -hmm. one as well. So yeah, exactly. That one right there. So always those little subtle pieces. I think that's cool. Nice. Definitely. All right. Well, you guys also have Roar Wards for your owners to reward mm -hmm. the community members. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this is probably one, been one of the biggest, um, I guess, like catalysts of the project, particularly at the beginning, uh, at the early stages. Sorry. So to put it simply, right, uh, rewards is what it sounds like. It's a rewards program exclusively for Lazy Lion holders. So this is one of the advantages or, you know, uh, I guess, utility of being a Lazy Lion NFT holder. Um, every month you're eligible for rewards in the form of ETH by completing activities that um, that benefit the project. So, you know, community engaging activities and part of those, you know, they change from month to month, but one of those might be, you know, setting your profile photo on Twitter to your Lazy Lion NFT um, and, you know, a few other little things like that. And that might be why you see, you know, quite a few, um, you know, of our holders changing their profile photo um, to the lines, particularly at the, the early stages. But what we found now, it's really interesting, right? Um, and I should probably explain why we did this, but what we've seen is like, it was a good reason. It was a reason why a lot of um, people, I guess, came to the project. Um, but what's happened now is like, it's become so insignificant where they just, they love their line so much that they don't really care about rewards anymore. Like that's a lot of the feedback that we get. It's like, yeah, that was really nice at the beginning, but it's like, now I love my profile photo so much. I'm not going to change it, even if you were to pay me to change it. So it's like, it's sort of changed um, how they, how they view it. Um, but I think it's important to like, to explain why we did this. Um, it's sort of like a marketing expense, I guess, if we, if we look at it that way, like from the project's point of view, like, I know a lot of other collections and this, this isn't me bashing anyone else, but go down the route, which is the easy route of, you know, paying like an influencer to change their profile photo and, you know, paying a big amount, a large amount of sum, one influencer, change their profile photo. Great. We saw that as a bit cringe and we're like, is there another way to do this? Um, but obviously we still need to do marketing. Like obviously the project needs to be marketed. Um, and we're like, what if instead of just giving it to one celebrity or influencer, what if we just give that to the community and instead of just one big amount to one person, we just spread it out to the community. Um, like, well, that ties in with the whole, you know, web three earn model. So that's how we went. And we just created a system that allows us to do that. Essentially the, the community gets rewarded for um, marketing the, the project. And I, I feel like that's worked wonders for us. And um, 
yeah, I mean, that's my that's my opinion. But I think you know, if you jump on Twitter and you just look at all the activity from Lazy Lion Holdings, it feels like that's it's sort of evolved beyond that as well, which is pretty cool. This is awesome, dude. This yeah. is some alpha for anybody looking to start a project. <laughs> yeah, because seriously. I noticed that. You There's know, your <laughs> marketing right there, everyone. Yeah. If you're looking to, to create an NFT project, yeah. I Honestly, mean, it really what a, is. What a great way. Uh, love that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, look at the numbers you guys have, too, in building the community. And the community, I mean, being so loyal months after the launch. So clearly, that rewards is working. Um, I saw a picture on Twitter that you guys had uh, a meetup in new york city some lions holders um were you guys involved in that have you met any uh lions holders and uh you know talk to us about future events for lion holders hey the kings oh man i wish we were there so we're um we're still in lockdown here in uh, sunny sydney um so i think we're just now starting to get out of lockdown but as soon as we can fly out like best believe we'll be meeting up with Laser line holders, but no, that was community led. Um, a lot of a lot of really good feedback actually from that one. Um, everybody seemed to really enjoy themselves. Um, but yeah, that was all community led. But we'll definitely look at doing more of those things um, as soon as we're able to fly out. That's awesome. I mean, showing yeah. the initiative by the community there. I mean, that's something we don't see out of every project uh, doing these, you know, these meetups. So uh, another great sign of how big this community really is. Um, I did see, you know, that there are quite a few celebrities that also own Lazy mm -hmm. Lions. Um, that's something we talk about a lot on the show here. Uh, a lot of athletes, Des Bryant, Josh Hart, Seth Curry, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Also, we've got mm -hmm. Jake Paul, Ja Rule. Uh, talk to us a little bit. You know, I know you guys didn't go after all these celebrities. What does it mean to see some of them get involved in the project in terms of validation going forward? Man, it's really cool uh it, it's really cool but you know just like just in general just with the community like what i, I know it's sort of gone away from the question but just what we've got 4600 holders like jumping into the discord like i sometimes find him find myself just going like well like is this sort of like a dream like you sort of just have to step back you're like am i just gonna wake up and then damn like we're back in you know august this never happened we're just you know continuing on with whatever else we were doing um, so it's sort of surreal like that just with the community, which is a really cool thing. But um, no, I mean, like the celebrities and the um, uh, the athletes, um, yeah, that's been all organic, all organic, sorry. Um, like nothing from us anyways, like the, the team specifically bringing in those ones. Um, but yeah, I think it's really cool. Like it just goes to back, I guess, their belief in either the, the project and the community or, you know, it's probably because they resonate with the art as well um like from a few of the things that i've seen commented um which i guess makes sense you know everyone feels like uh you know a lot of people feel like they're aligned particularly athletes so um yeah it's it's all good awesome i gotta highlight tyrese halliburton for a minute because we talked about him last week mm -hmm. on the show because the big news was that he uh, wore a pair of sneakers during an nba game featuring his bored ape on his shoe so my question for you is, you know, uh, has there been any talks of Tyrese Halliburton having his lion on his shoe? Is that something you guys would love to see? And what has the reaction been from the community of that possibility? Yeah, I think that's so cool. Hey, like now that we're seeing yeah, NFTs going into culture like that, man, yeah, that's, um, no, that's awesome. Um, I've got a lot of respect for board apes as well. I mean, they've sort of paved the way for a lot of projects out 
out here, right? Um, no, I think it'd be really cool if you wanted to do something like that with the Lazy Lions. I mean, I don't know. How's the community feel about that? What do you reckon, guys? Yeah, guys, in the chat, let us know. I mean, I, I'm seeing a comment here, win lion shoe. Uh, you know, is that something you guys would love to see? An NBA game with lazy lion uh, sneakers being worn. Uh, you know, I know we got a ton of press about the board ape shoes last week, and it was really cool to just see an NFT, you know, on a shoe in real life. There it is on screen. Um, yeah, you know, and Caliburton's <laughs> yeah, changed his shoes, uh, you know, pretty much every game. So I have a feeling you know, that he's not done. And there's his lazy lion there on screen. So uh, can we get that on a shoe? I think that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. You called it, Chris. Let's see it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Let's make um, it happen. The crowd would be <laughs> roaring, David says. Great, great <laughs> comment there, David. All right, guys. So back to the Discord really quick. So again, you guys have mm -hmm. over 80K Discord uh, members. You know, I'm sure we've all been in crazy Discords where they're spamming and just out of control. So what do you guys do to manage the Discord? Man, we've got a great team, great team. And that's, um, you know, not just, uh, uh, you know, just the community managers that we have in there, but e even the moderators as well. And I think anyone in the community would back that up. Um, you know, a lot of people I could shout out individually, but yeah, the mods, the community managers, um, like support team, and even just like the, we've got like different roles. Like we have one called like a role, a uh, role king, sorry. <coughs> and these are like, community members that are sort of like self-appointed by the community itself it's funny it's like we don't even choose it's like it's very obvious who should be this role and they're the ones that are sort of leading the community outside of the actual moderators and i feel like the community itself just does a great job of like self-governing like if somebody comes in and sends somebody that something that they shouldn't it's very quickly resolved by itself which is just a beautiful thing um so it's like even though we've you know the, the more and more we scale up and grow um it hasn't been too much of a problem. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how it sort of does it. So it's, it doesn't get like, it gets crazy at times for sure, especially on like, you know, launch days and like rewards, especially. And we've got that one coming up this Friday um, when the uh, bounties are sent out. Yeah, it gets pretty, it gets pretty wild on that day, which is a bit of fun, but uh, no, nah, it's, it's all governed quite well, I think. That's awesome. How active are you guys both in the discord? And do you have any like favorite channels in there? Yeah, I'm probably a bit too active in the um, in, in the Discord, considering like I'm also uh, like leading up like the product team and obviously like uh, just trying to keep my eyes on everything else in the in the project. Um, but man, it's just so addicting being in the Discord. Like, what do you yeah, reckon? It like, it's just yeah, like it's hard not to be. It's easy to get caught up in the in the moment, and then you're just sitting there for like half an hour just chatting back and forth with everybody in the yeah in the community. And I think you get FOMO too. Like, you want to scroll back and see what you've missed. That's right? You know? Yeah. You sit there scrolling through your phone for a little bit, just trying to catch up with everybody and what they're saying. Um, but in terms of favorite channel, I would have to say it's probably um, it's probably when it's probably Cabana Bar. That's our that's our main channel for lazy line holders. Um, so it's sort mm -hmm. of you know it's only available to them. Um, but when that channel starts to pick up, it really starts to pick up, and there's a lot of great discussions that um, are held in that channel. Uh, so yeah, you learn a lot, and it's it's great speaking with the community, uh, specifically lazy line holders. And then yeah, that that would be probably my favorite channel. I'd say there's a lot to learn. Yeah. Love that. So we've seen a lot of Discord hacks over the last couple of weeks, you know, Discord, Twitter hacks, you know, different kinds of schemes going on there. Are you guys taking any precautions towards, you know, protecting the Discord? Uh, let's start with you, Nine. 
Yeah, sure. So recently we've done like a, an audit of our bots just to ensure that there's no, no leftover bots that are lurking that we sort of don't need. Um, mm-hmm. We started to remove majority of our webhooks. I know they can be a little bit risky. Um, in regards to, yeah, so I know that one of the discords apparently got, you know, got it, they got into it because of a webhook. So we started to, you know, just review the webhooks, make sure they're all clean, make yep. sure there's nothing we don't know about. Um, we've started to leave sticky bots, uh, sorry, sticky notes in each of our channels. I know that sometimes you can get DMs from fake collab land when you try and verify your NFTs. So we have sticky notes that, um, you know, just say, make sure, uh, just confirm that it's the correct collab land, watch out for scams. It deletes the full history uh, of that channel. So nobody can see, like, so no collab land can sort of see who's typing, you know, exclamation mark join to verify the NFT. So just little things here and there to really just clean up the Discord, make sure there's nothing that's sort of, you know, left over to yeah. Yeah, ensure the safety of the community members. That's that's what we've been doing. And we'll continue yeah. to until to make just to make sure that nothing happens yeah 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 pretty much that and um i mean because our discord is like so important to us as well right like it's so like Mm. it's front and center of our of like the project strategy right and like that's what we're really trying to grow and and build a community because like we've always said right like the project is the community the community is the project and like we're making a we're making our bet on the discord platform um that's not to say it's perfect like i feel like there's you know there's a few mm. things that are you know i'd love to suggest with the discord um team members and just you know things that i think would benefit the platform um you know overall particularly as like nft and crypto is becoming more and more of a thing that's using discord um because like we've got so many important um parts of this like we've got like a professional networking section um because it's funny it, it goes it's sort of gone away from the question but it sort of ties into like what's the value of an NFT? Um, mm. Like that's a question that I've, you know, had asked a, a few times, particularly for people that aren't in crypto, like why would you get an NFT? Like what do you actually get out of it? And I'm like, oh, like one of the most obvious things is the community. And some people just look at that and go, oh, like what is that? And it's like, well, like, you know, it's just because they're cartoon characters. I think the stigma is like people think it's, it's little children or like fat kids in their mother's basements that are buying these NFTs. Right. And it's like, that's not the, that's definitely not the case. Right. Like the, like we're speaking with, you know, with like C-level executives, with doctors, with lawyers, like whatever their industry they're in, you know, reporters, like people at the top of their industry, right. Or like really smart, intelligent people. So it's like, um, how much does it cost to get into like a professional networking, um, uh, you know, like org, like, you know, how, how, well, what's the cost of that to be a part of that and to create those kind of connections. Right. And that's something we've doubled down on. So we have like a whole professional networking section in, in the discord. Um, like we have gaming sections, um, marketplace, um, like all these other things. So it's really critical to us and security is really important as well. And those hacks are pretty scary. So it's just things that we're, yeah. Like what, what nine said, those are some of the things that we're doing to make sure that that all stays, uh, secure. Love that. So you actually just led me on to the next question I had for you guys. I'm going to have mm-hmm. Alyssa pull up this chart here. So someone posted this in the tweet uh, in the tweet last night. And yeah. it's interesting because it breaks down all the demographics, right? So there's, you know, 4.6 owners. Yeah. So this is really interesting, right? Gender, you know, 92% male, 8% female. Mm-hmm. Top three age groups, 26 to 35 leads the way. Uh, 36 to 45 is second. See, I wouldn't have guessed that. 19 to 25 year olds is third. Uh, this one too, 53% are married, 44% are single, 60% no kids, 33% one to two kids. Can you guys tell us a little bit more about all these stats, man? This is really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. Hey, I, I think some of those numbers would love for them to be a little bit different, um, particularly because we are, 
I think if you compare it to the average, it would probably be a bit better, specifically in terms of you know having more, yeah. more, um, yeah, more, more females in the in the project. Being inclusive is obviously one of our core yes. values, rather than being exclusive. Um, but this was just part of a survey that we we did a while back. Um, uh, yeah, and it's interesting. Like target market is you know twenty five to forty five year old males, obviously high disposable income as well. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. We thought other brands would be, you know, would love to see that kind of information, particularly now as we've got the collectibles, um, you know, probably sneak peeking a bit too much of that um, by just talking about that. But that's something that we've got coming out um, quite soon. Uh, and that's, I think it's an opportunity for, you know, we've had so many requests to do like collabs, um, you know, so many projects that have hit us up and be like, Hey, can we do something? And we just haven't done anything with them particularly because we just haven't wanted to pay like any influences. That's not been our strategy. Find it really cringe. Um, it just yeah. goes against our values. So this is an opportunity for us to actually partner up with brands in a meaningful way. So that's why we shared that, that data. Um, and I think it's quite valuable data to, to anyone in NFTs, but yeah, that's, that was the reasoning behind it. <clears throat> Awesome. So one of the things we've talked a lot about on the roadmap, obviously NFTs have seen huge interest this year. And we also have news that Coinbase, a leading crypto platform, is launching their own NFT marketplace. So they actually pulled their audience asking for favorite NFT communities. And of course, the Lions community came through and roared and Coinbase (laughs) actually retweeted and they said, roar louder for the people in the back, please. Uh, tell us what this means. Uh, you know, have you been in talks with Coinbase at all? Or is this just validation that Coinbase sees the large community here? Um, it's one of those things where I probably shouldn't say too much, maybe just because I can't say too if much. If you can't but I think- comment. Yeah, yeah. Comment, but that might be enough but- there just to say that you can't comment. So maybe we got we got it out of you anyways. <laughs> but I think it's really cool. All right. I think it's really cool and it's really exciting time. So we'll see what, um, you know, we'll see what happens with the platform. I know we've all got a lot of hopes, um, but at the same time, you know, like we've got to be a little bit skeptical. Like there's a bit of pressure on them to make sure everything comes out well. It's not a guarantee or anything. Like we saw what happened with like Google plus, right. Um, just because you're the biggest doesn't mean it's going to be a guarantee. But um, I think the fact that they're moving into NFTs, NFTs and they're focusing on it is extremely bullish. Right. Um, so I've got, yeah, I've got high hopes and they got my support for sure. Love it. Google plus. Wow. Take, taking me back there. I definitely, (laughs) (laughs) I definitely had a Google plus account where I would share links to articles that I wrote to try to get increased page views, but yeah, Google, Google plus died an unfortunate death there. Uh, but yeah, that's a phrase I haven't heard in a while. Um, I think we have AR in the chat and I believe there was a mention of a tattoo, we do have a picture and a video of this tattoo. Uh, oh, again, we, we talk to a lot of NFT teams, right? And we, we occasionally see strong engagement and we do not see too many tattoos. So tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, why this tattoo came to be. Um, looks like AR, you know, called out for the floor price and then got the tattoo. Is this something you guys knew about ahead of time? And how did the community react? Uh, man i think everybody loved it like look at how clean that thing That's looks dope. as well like, mm-hmm. like man whoever the tattoo was like yeah he's it's that's some really good work but um no that was all 
Mate, that was something he called out back when we first um, yeah. when we first launched. I remember seeing that, and it was like, um, what did he say? It's like when when we reach two ETH, I'm gonna yeah, get my line. Was that yeah? And yeah. I remember looking at that, and like obviously, like I'm extremely bullish on what we're doing because like I've got complete belief in the team. So like from the early yeah. days, I was like, sure, like you know, we can do, we can achieve whatever we set our minds to, right? And I still believe that. Um, so I was like, this guy's gonna have to get a tattoo of his life. <laughs> um. <laughs> that is a sweet looking That's tattoo. Uh, I mean, love watching that video. It, it's so clean. So shout out to the artist too. Um, but yeah, I mean, seeing someone get a tattoo, I mean, that's great validation for, for the longevity of this project and the community. So, uh, uh, and AR in the chat, I mean, uh, nice looking tattoo and thanks for joining us for the, the stream today, uh, along with the tattoo talk and validation, another area where we've seen NFT projects, you know, connect with their community is we just had Halloween and I saw some lazy lions, Halloween costumes, um, you know, is that something that you guys, uh, you know, <laughs> called for? Did a contest at all? Or is this just people hopping in because they uh, wanted to dress as their lion? Yeah, this was just, this was purely community-based. Um, when I, <laughs> I actually saw that image and uh, retweeted it on the, the main Twitter account. I thought it was absolutely awesome that people were getting so involved. I really actually, I love that lazy hat as well. It looks so clean. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want, I want it personally, but no, it was, yeah, that was just com uh, completely community driven. We didn't hold a competition. They just went out of their way, and yeah, it was just beautiful to see. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, what a cool Halloween costume. <laughs> that is a sweet looking hat yeah. too. Um, yeah. well, uh, keep that in mind. Any lions in the chat? If you're looking for a Halloween costume next year, I know it's a year away, but start planning to work on your lion costume now, um, so you can be ready. Uh, you mentioned a little bit about collectibles, right? So we got a little bit of a teaser there. One of the things we are called the roadmap after all, is we always try to hear about, you know, what's next. So I know you guys can't share too much, but can we get a little bit more information on collectibles and maybe what's ahead for lion holders? Nine, if you don't have a problem, I mean, why not? Like, I've, I've got a lot of respect for this show. So, yeah, let, let's sneak yeah. things Oh, man, before. let's do All it. Right, let's, go. let's go. Roar everyone <laughs> in the chat. Let's go. All right. So, um, essentially, this ties in with our values and, like, our mission as well, right? Which is, obviously, like, our value is, what uh, one of our values is, you know, rather than being an exclusive community, which, you know, I know a lot of other projects, uh, you know, are focusing on being, which is fine. And, like, that works really well. And I've got a lot of respect for a lot of, a lot of other projects. I would never bash another one. But um, like ours is to be inclusive rather than exclusive. So um, we're trying to build obviously the, the biggest NFT community. That's our mission. And part of that is bringing in new people that aren't necessarily in NFTs right now. And I feel like we sort of shoulder that responsibility as we're becoming, um, you know, just I, from what other people have told me, it seems like we're becoming one of the leading projects now at least like in the top you know i think like on OpenSea, like top 40 or all-time traded those type of things so i feel like we have a responsibility to actually um you know to try and lead the space and, and bring in new people into the community rather than just you know those existing members who already have nfts and i think the challenge is because it's still so early like the interfaces and everything it's not super easy to get into it like you know just the act of having to create a wallet and minting and gas, it's sort of like, blah, you know, so it's like if you're telling a friend or family member or someone that you know, co-worker about NFTs, and they're not in it already, 
it's like, hey, we've got a lazy lion. This community is amazing. Oh, cool. How much is it? And it's like one eighth. And they look up one eighth. They're like, what? Like, that's <laughs> not how I'm going to get started, right? Um, yeah. So it's like, okay, how can we still have those um, people still become a part of the community without having to fork out that much straight away? And that's where this sort of referral program collectibles thing came to mind. So essentially what it is is every community member or every new person that you invite to the community, all they have to do is join Discord and they will get a pack of tokens for free that they can claim on our website. Um, and this pack will be a random, you know, it, it'll be a set of cards themed, um, you know, like we had a Halloween. Next one will be um, uh, like uh, Thanksgiving, right, which is what we've got planned. So that's probably a sneak peek, a bit more than I should. Um, so it'll be, you know, a set of eight, eight uh, Thanksgiving cards. Um, and every pack that you open, you'll get two random ones. And the idea is complete the set and you enter to win a Lazy Lions NFT. Um, mm. So this way, anyone who's not in the community already can just join up, join the Discord, get a pack. And if they want to get more packs, they just invite more people. And we cover the gas completely. These tokens appear on OpenSea. They can list them for free without having to pay any gas. Um, that's all covered. So someone could come in, not pay a single cent, get one of the rarer tokens, list them, and then you know make a profit or try and complete the set and win a prize. Um, and I think it just ties in, like we said, with our values, gives them an opportunity to experience what minting is, um, and then you know bring them in the ecosystem and understand the true benefits of Web three. So, bit of a lengthy explanation, but yeah, that's that's what the collectibles idea is. That's and awesome. what is that no, launch? We, we appreciate the the background yeah. there. Yeah, when's the launch? Yep. So right now that is in, um, like we got like a soft beta internally, um, that's scheduled for launch, uh, next with, uh, next week. So we've got rewards this week, oh, wow. which is our big thing. And then we've got this coming out next week. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, pretty exciting. You'll definitely see, um, I think this will, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I can see it having a pretty positive effect. On I, I think so. And, yeah, you know. I've, I've we've, we've seen some of these card ones do well, too. And that's a great way, like you said, to bring new people into the community and also the referral program. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of that. So, uh, you know, uh, we wish you luck with that. And thanks for breaking that news here that's on huge, the roadmap. Man. It's always exciting to, you know, hear what's next from these projects. And, you know, I think that uh, community out there is loving this. Absolutely. I mean, that's amazing. Bringing new people in is the biggest part of the game. That's that's really awesome. Uh, let's take it to we have some questions from the chat here. Um, the first question that I saw earlier in the interview today, we had a question from Brendan Bald. Uh, he's asking, do you guys have any plans or hopes to develop the IP into film or TV or even comic books? So the cool thing is I've already seen a few projects do it. Um, and I think they just, you know, they hold the uh, Lazy Lions NFT themselves. Once you hold it, you're able to go and create these things yourself. Um, us personally, like we're open to it, but there's no immediate plans for it. But I've seen a few, a few cool things, you know, going around on Twitter. Yeah, love that. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Do we have any more questions from the chat here, Chris? That we want. I think we got most of the questions answered. Um, you know, uh, people loved hearing the the Coinbase conversation again, and people loving this uh, roadmap talk. <laughs> um yeah. we're we're seeing merch now asked from morgan um you guys i think you do you have some merch already or plans for merch in the works uh we've got merch in the works so um you know i've seen what's been 
being worked on. Um, I, I think the community's going to love what we what we release with this. Um, so yeah, not not quite yet, but that's in the works. It's coming out uh, soon. Perfect. Yeah. And then Mass, how about that uh, question there from uh, Breezy in the chat? Uh, that that could be a fun one there. Oh yeah. So when Arizona Ice Tea collab, can you guys tell us more about that? Is that a rumor, or you know, is this question coming out of nowhere? Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing like official going on. Um, what's nice is it sort of ties back into the collectibles um, tap because now, like, you know, if there are any brands listening as well, cause, uh, I, I feel like there's a, definitely an opportunity for the brands who are wanting to get into NFTs, um, particularly with like more established projects. Um, at least for us, this is an opportunity for us to actually partner up with brands in a way that's actually you know beneficial for everyone involved. So, um, you know, if we're, we're doing those, you know, biweekly um, releases of collectible cards and one of them might be Arizona theme just for the sake of argument. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing official, but we're definitely open to it. Love that. Perfect. Yeah, I did see Arizona as one of the owners mentioned in the uh, celebrity spotlight um, on that cool graphic and the facts that we shared. So uh, I think that's where maybe that rumor comes from. Um, but we'll <laughs> wait and uh, we'll wait to hear more details from you guys in the future. Well, I think that's going to do it for, for today's interview. You know, Nine Asher, big thank you for both of you coming on our show. I know it's early morning where you guys are at. Um, your flexibility with doing this also shout out to the lazy science community i mean maz look at them they're in full force here in the chat during this whole interview so uh shout out to lazy uh, roar absolutely i mean this has honestly been one of the biggest communities i've seen and i personally measure it by the twitter you know i see on my twitter the profile picture i mean i see a lion i would say one out of every 10 if that I mean, you guys are killing it. I can't wait to have you guys come on again and just, you know, do some updates in the future. Yeah, man, this is a lot of fun. Um, I, like everyone's been waiting for it for, for a while. So this is, uh, this is heaps fun. It went by a lot quicker than I, I thought it would. Yeah, we're already almost <laughs> at the hour. So that's, yeah. that's how you know. But um, yeah, no, King's definitely open to doing this one again. Appreciate awesome. it, guys. Yeah, well, we will, we will have to have you guys back on. Um, so thanks again, Nine and Asher. Uh, before I let everyone go here, uh, Maz, we do not have a show tomorrow. Um, I know I said we're going Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Benzinga is hosting their FinTech Awards. And actually, there's going to be some awards given in crypto and NFT categories. So if you're interested in the space, we have FinTech Awards airing live on YouTube beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern time and going all day. And also, if you're into crypto, we do have our Monday night show airing after this uh, show is done with Ruel. He will be talking some metaverse crypto plays. Um, so I, I know I'll be sticking around to hear more from Ruel on that. But yeah, thanks for everyone for tuning in. And yeah, thank you. I mean, this chat, they're so appreciative too, Mass. Here I am trying yeah. to tell them thank you. And they're all thanking us. Yeah, thank you guys. If you guys like this content, you know, we're Benzinga. There's, we're starting to test this out. We want to bring more NFT content. Make sure to like, subscribe, share this content. We're going to continue to bring more of it as the NFT community expands as well. So thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it. Definitely. So stay tuned, everyone, for Ruel's report talking crypto plays. And we will see everyone on the roadmap on Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Take care, everyone. And thanks again. Peace, guys. Thank you. 
Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right! News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.